Hello and welcome to another episode of Ayodele Speaks. I'm Ayodele Harrison, husband, father of two, senior partner of education and director of BME's Talk, all under the umbrella of Community Build Ventures. I've been teaching and leading in public, private, international schools for over 20 years now. So, all right. Atlanta Public Schools, along with uh, several others across the country, if not a whole bunch more, have mandated that masks are back and they'll be worn full-time, face covering full-time for students and for faculty and staff, anybody coming in the building. Because if you haven't been listening to the news, this Delta variant is crazy. And I think the last statistic that I heard was less than 30% of adults in the state of Georgia are vaccinated, I believe. Uh, You know, I had to check with the CDC. But nonetheless, so the district has decided to mandate masks and just to be forward with that. Uh, I haven't heard about very many other districts, whether that be Cobb County, Fulton County, uh, Clayton County, Gwinnett County, DeKalb County. I'm not sure if they're mandating. They might still be saying strongly recommended, but but APS has said everybody needs to wear these. Now, boy, I had I had a good transition before I hit record, but the thing is, I, I, I got to tell you this I don't think we're going anywhere with this, this mask wearing and, and, and I'm not sure how much progress, more progress we're going to make. Why? Because I went out on the town last night. Yep, that's right. My wife and I went to see um, our favorite internationally, international DJs who are based here in Atlanta, Georgia, DJ Kimmett and Salah. And they, they do, but I, it's hard to describe. It's like smooth, it's, it's, House, Chicago house, Baltimore house, uh, South African house, like you, you name it, house that just dance. They do, you know, 80s and 90s, like dance music, club music, not club, but like dance music, like old school dance music. And and it goes back even further, you know, with house beats to it. But we, we, we love them. We love going to see DJ Kemet and Salah. Um, you know, usually the tickets are really affordable. Um, like 10 or $15 or whatnot in advance. And it's just, it's really cool. It's a good time. And the, and the vibe, the crowd is very, very unique because, so I'm 43, my wife is 44. So we're get, reaching our mid forties. Right. And so, you know, the two DJs, they have a similar age crowd and so, and older. And so it was just interesting last night to be in the club with some older folks. So now I'll just say all of them, except for maybe two people, and my wife and I were wearing masks. So we were out dancing at 10 o'clock at this club called The Parlor in the back room. Great time. All these folks, I mean, you, you could have said that this was the, the, the Silver Fox gang. You know, older folks, probably 50s, maybe 60s, dancing, having a good time. But we are all older. That's our crowd now, right? There's very few youngins there. And like I said, probably two out of the 50 or 60 people in this small dance club were wearing masks. And I was just, I looked at my wife and was like, this is, are we weird? Because my wife and I were both wearing a mask. You know, the two DJs, they were wearing masks, but nobody else was. And I was looking around at all these more seasoned adults. And, you know, early in the pandemic, we, I was just like, you know, it seems I was seeing pictures on social media and places like that and was just thinking like, man, these young folks are being kind of reckless, right? <laughs> and, and they're just out because, you know, in Georgia, specifically Atlanta, metro Atlanta area, 
it, things kind of shut down, but folks were still out partying, having things together down in Florida. Like they were still young folks. I was seeing pictures of young people, you know, probably early in their 20s out having a good time, enjoying themselves during the middle of this pandemic. And I was just like, this shit ain't going nowhere because these folks ain't, ain't obeying. Then, but then I had to recorrect myself because when I went out to this thing, there's old folks who weren't wearing masks. And granted, I, I mean, if we if we go by the state percentage, right, let's just say it's 30%. That means three out of every 10 people there were vaccinated in theory, right? So if there's 60 people in the room, what's that, six times three? 18? Only 18 people in that whole room were vaccinated? And everybody else wasn't, and they were dancing? But literally four people, I can count on my hand how many people were wearing a mask. So I don't even I don't even count the people who were were like the one or two additional who were wearing a mask kind of over their face and then dropping it. Y'all, we adults ain't doing this shit right. And these adults and I kept thinking, I play the averages. These folks in here in this room are educators. Most likely some of them are educators in APS, maybe administrators, who who knows whatever it is. But I was just like, if we, how are we going to slow this infection rate, slow the spread of this virus, if when we go out now, okay, I'll admit, so with things happening right now, my wife and I are vaccinated, right? My oldest son, who's 18, is vaccinated. My young, my daughter, who's my youngest, who's seven, just turned seven, is not vaccinated. But, you know, the rules are it's only for 12 and up. And we want to be responsible. And when they, you know, but the, these these folks, our people, my people, my adults who loving, probably mean very well, they're trying to get the groove on without masks. And so while jobs, employers, and uh, consumer spaces, like stores and things like that, are starting to require masks to enter, these social gatherings are still unsafe. You know, I mean, now they're saying even if you're vaccinated, you still need to be wearing masks. These social gatherings are still unsafe. And I, my wife and I are increasingly being invited to more and more things. And we want to get out and dance. We want to get out and go to dinner. You know, we want to continue to live our lives, but we do that as safe as we can with hand sanitizer, washing our hands and wearing masks. But what about the other people? We've gone out to dinner a few times, lunch, and just people, it's not a priority. Call it comfort, call it skepticism. People are dying. And the thing about it is, is that some of these folks are educators. Some of these folks are working with children in early learning centers. And these children are coming from households with adults, people with pre, pre, preconditioned, with, oh, it's, it's not pre-diagnosed, I always forget. And so it's, it's this team effort. I mean, we, we can see with the Olympics, 
country like Japan, they're still having this massive outbreak. And what are they saying that 90, I think the last statistic I heard here in the U.S., 97% of people contracting COVID are those who have been unvaccinated. But there's, I think there's this misnomer, like, because I know, like, with Atlanta Public Schools, I don't know if they had a mandate, but they made it very easy and strongly recommended that everybody get vaccinated. And so they have this massive vaccination plan where they vaccinated folks at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium downtown, which is a large stadium. People can park, come in, get vaccinated, in and out in hours free. They did all this stuff. Fulton County Schools that did it. I'm sure the other school districts have done it. So they've made this massive push for vaccination, but it's, it's, we, I'm afraid that we're letting down our guard. And as schools begin to open up and mask in some counties become optional, I, I, man, the, the, we, we could, we could, we could have a surge again, like no other. Now, I'm so glad that you know, the vaccine helps to, it doesn't prevent us from contracting COVID, but it reduces the, the really negative influences or, or things like sicknesses or, uh, well, not symptoms, um, side, not even side effects, but just the, how it attacks your body is, is, is slowed, reduced, but it still does that nonetheless. And, and people who are vaccinated are still dying. And so, as I just said, like, I'm really nervous that schools open back up. I'm nervous for, you know, my daughter who's getting ready to go back in school. My son who is, who has already started college. Give thanks for that. And he's going to in class and he's saying some of his classmates aren't wearing masks. So now that we bring our students back. So, I, I mean, so with this, I, I for me, in my household, we are preparing to have our children's learning this year be facilitated virtually. So we're going back into crisis learning because I, I saw somebody post on social media. Uh, so schools are opening back up. They're based here in this, whoever it was was based here in the South. Schools are opening back up by Labor Day. They predicted September 5th or something like that this year. By Labor Day, it's going to be shut down again. Because, so I think APS has has uh, Dr. Lisa Herring. I, I, I think her first name is Lisa. Please forgive me, but Dr. Herring, um, who is the superintendent, released this mandate. Great, outstanding. But it's becoming optional in other school districts, or it is optional in other school districts. And I guess it'll depend upon class to class. You know, but what authority do teachers have? And so as we're coming back into space with one another, especially when we think about the older kids, grades six through 12, because they can contract it, they can get COVID, and this option of wearing a mask continues, but it's strongly recommended, but not necessarily enforced, I'm, I'm really nervous. I'm, I'm really nervous. And so prepare yourselves. So this false sense that, hey, school, we're back to normal. Mm-mm. Nope. I myself am working on staying as vigilant as possible, wearing the mask. 
I'm getting back into more hand sanitizer and hand washing. I kind of got away from that. I remember, you know, during the height of things, it was like everything I touched was, you know, hand sanitizer, especially when I went out. It's this, we got to get back to that again because my wife has diabetes, right? So that is not pre-diagnosed. What's the word? Not predisposed. Anyway, pre-existing. That's what it is. Pre, I don't know why I keep losing that word. So these pre-existing conditions that will just be exacerbated COVID with COVID. I go see my mom who, and we take the family to go see my mom at an assisted living community. And, you know, masks need to be required inside at all times. But you, you just never know how this thing is traveling. You just never know. I don't even know the ins and outs of this Delta variant. But people are saying it's stronger and more fierce than ever. And then I just heard somewhere, not somewhere, on ESPN, on CNN, that we might need a booster soon to really be able to. So our, as, as, as we know, uncertain times, uncertain future. But be prepared. Prepare yourselves, parents. Prepare yourselves to lead crisis schooling virtually. We had a whole year. For some of us, we've had a whole year and a half to work on it to continue to improve our craft, whether that is supporting our children as parents or guardians or caretakers at home, or that's delivering high quality, engaging instruction and creating a learning environment virtually. It's, it's, it's gonna happen. So be prepared. Because when we don't take a statewide approach to going out, because here's the thing. So I did go out. My wife and I did go out. I can also say that the state, the governor has allowed places of entertainment, food spots, bars to remain open. Heck. I think if I had to correct Kanye West held a listening party in air quotes. For those of you who heard about it, know what I mean by why I say air quotes. And I think 43,000 people showed up at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium last week. I had some friends that went. They bought tickets or some of them were gifted tickets. They went to this concert, 43,000 people in this stadium. I didn't look like very many people were wearing masks. Who knows where those folks were from? It's Kanye West, so he has a global draw. We could have had people flown in from all over. But the danger isn't just from all over, the danger is from people here in Georgia because we still ain't fully vaccinated. So again, I just feel like I'm the boy, I'm not crying wolf, but it's like, I just want you all to be prepared as adults, as caretakers of children, we are going back into virtual learning. It's, it's not it's not if, it's when. Now, I was excited to see that last, uh, yesterday, uh, a day before this recording, uh, my, my daughter and I, like, there's her, she's going to a new school, so they had an open house. But all the adults were masked up. They had enough PPE. They were either wearing face screens or masks or whatever that might be. Some were wearing latex gloves. 
There was, you know, some handshaking, not, but washing hands, all those other types of things. So the schools, I'm not saying schools aren't taking the precaution. Whether it's a mandate or not, I'm, I'm not saying that they're not doing that. There are a lot of school leaders who are, who are, um, that are not in APS who are strongly encouraging. And educators aren't stupid. They know that they're, they're meeting kids and adults all the time. They're, they're, they're responsible to wear this and want to be safe. Good morning. But it's, you know, the work is how do we as a community continue to, to implement safeguards so we don't have a spike or an exponential leap? Because, I mean, people talk about a spike, that's assuming it's going to go up and come down. The way we're acting, it's probably, it might just keep going up. So be prepared for virtual learning. Be prepared to support our children. Our children are still learning. We can still create healthy, engaging learning environments for them. Parents, guardians, caretakers, we can do this. We can handle this. We've done it. We've proven it. We've done it for a year now. For those who um, might not have done, might have had their children face-to-face and be facing potentially virtual learning, you can do it. Hundreds of thousands of other parents and families and caregivers have done it have seen success. Our children are still graduating from high school. They're still learning how to read. They're still learning arithmetic. They're still going to college, taking classes. It still happens. All those things, we can still learn in this crisis time because we are still in the middle of a pandemic. But anyway, wash your hands, use hand sanitizer, wear a mask, socially distance yourself, stay away from people. And if you gotta go out, do all those to the 10th degree, all right? Good morning. Good morning. Well, that's it for this episode of Ida Daily Speaks. I'm Ida Daily Harrison. Till next time, mask up.